Or to a computer. Okay. All right. Now we're live. Uh, welcome to Bet's Business Book Club. We are discussing Who Moved My Cheese by Dr. Spencer Johnson. Probably the shortest book I have maybe ever read as an adult. <laughs> um, super short book applies to business, to life, etc. And basically it's a telling of a story of uh, two mice and two little people, which I guess are tiny humans. Uh, we got Sniff and Scurry are the mice and Hem and Haw are the little people. <laughs> and their names kind of imply how they behave. Um, and the basic premise of the story is these little people and these mice live in a maze and they run around looking for cheese. And when they find the cheese, how do they behave once they find the cheese? So Hem and Haw think, oh great, I found my cheese. I'm gonna live here. I'm gonna move nearby so I live close to my cheese. The cheese is never gonna run out. I, I, I got it made. And um, the Sniff and Scurry are like, well, this cheese is great, but let's always be ready in case we need to find more cheese. And it's um, kind of a parable of how do they approach the when the um, the cheese runs out. Basically, one day the cheese that they had found runs out. Sniff and Scurry are like, all right, so so be it. And they go and they find new cheese. Hem and haw, hem and haw about the fact that the cheese is gone. So um, Hem kind of gets stuck there for a long time. Haw eventually decides like, yeah, I better go find more cheese because otherwise I'm going to starve and that would suck. So, <laughs> so that's, uh, that's kind of it. And then as Haw goes searching for new cheese, yeah. leaves little uh, writings on the wall in case Hem ever decides he wants to leave and go find cheese. So there's a, a whole bunch of them, but I kind of grabbed, there was one that had uh, all of them at once. So it was change happens, they keep moving my cheese, anticipate change, get ready for the cheese to move, monitor change, smell the cheese often so you know when it's getting old, Adapt to change quickly. The quicker you let go of old cheese, the sooner you can enjoy new cheese. Change, move with the cheese, enjoy change, savor the adventure and enjoy the taste of new cheese. Be ready to change quickly and enjoy it again and again because they keep moving the cheese. <laughs> so that, that's kind of the whole thing. Um, and then it's a matter of, you know, what, which of the characters do you identify with? And then which one do you want to identify with? Um, I will say, I think I am more of a hem than I would like to admit. <laughs> Those who know me <laughs> might agree. <laughs> um, Alex, what do you think you are? I think there's really aspects of all of it. And I think, you know, it's just, it, to me, it's funny because you didn't read the end discussion you said. And I think yeah. what's kind of neat about how the book is structured that I found, because this is my second time reading this, not a big tome. It wasn't very complicated. Right. Uh, you know, so you've got the, I don't know, high school or college friends for their reunion. Yeah, they're and high school so friends that come back and meet up later. Right. So they're getting together. So th there's so what's interesting about it is there's, there's really the two stories here, right? So there's the high school friends get together where 
that's the meta story, right? Where he tells about his story about the mice and then they're like, yeah. oh, tell us a story. And then they tell the story right, right. and then they discuss it. And what's interesting about that is that, that that final wrap up discussion is kind of what you're doing. Like, how do people see different parts in there? So there's like the high school quarterback. How could you be scared of anything? Well, you know, there's the guy who took over the family business. Everything should be fine. But he was scared to make changes. And now the business is falling apart. It's clearly like a Walmart destroying them chain of like businesses. I mean, that's clearly the parable in there, right? Yeah. But what I think is interesting about it is by approaching it this way with such a silly story about mice, right? You let your guard down. Because if you sit there and you're like, okay, why are you hemming and hawing? Time to move on in life, you get defensive. But when you're reading a story about mice and mice-sized people, well, <laughs> right? It's hard to get offended on behalf of, of, of the fake face people, right? right? But you start to see it because we've all had that where we're in a job, someone something comes in, someone new happens, you're in business, and you don't want to adapt to the change. You're hoping that it's temporary. And it rarely is. It'll things never right. Things <laughs> never really snap back. You know, once things start to change. And as people, you know, we're like the little people, we're really hard to adapt to that change versus, you know, Sniff, his life is very simple. Does he smell cheese? If so, he's there. Scurry's life is very simple. He runs looking for cheese. When he finds cheese, he eats cheese. When he does not, he runs for more cheese. You know, Hem and Haw, you know, that's really the interesting thing. Like they build their life around the cheese and then when it changes, they, they can't adapt, right? So the mice just run. It's the same thing with all of us. And that's, you know, you have like the high school friends, the one who defined himself as always being a part of this business that had been there for generations and served the community. His problem wasn't he couldn't adapt to the big business coming in to compete. He, he knew how to handle that. He expressed that. It was not being able to handle the fact that you had to accept the change. Right. So I, I will say having had, you know, sat there in business meetings same, same exact thing as his story, right? You have some friends who have been with the company for years, maybe decades. You don't want to let go. You don't want to make changes. And as a result, the whole business implodes and everyone loses their job. Yeah. And, you know, we've all seen that in businesses we've been a part of where you don't make the tough decisions. So the lack of decision becomes a decision. And that's, was it Hem that's dying of starvation, but won't yeah, leave? Yeah, because he won't, he won't leave. Chase He's agency. Like, no, someone brings back the cheese eventually. And I will stay here until that happens. <laughs> right. It looks kind of like, it's almost like a sitcom plot, right? Like yeah. he gets up, he gets dressed for work so that, you know, puts on but his running shoes. Comes he comes back, he's ready. <laughs> but even if it's not, it's like he'd rather starve to death than admit that he's got to go find a new job. Right. I think I've seen that sitcom like 12 times. Right. Like there, there's a storyline. I'm sure Al Bundy did it in Married with Children. Like it's a, it's a trope. Yeah. Right. But, ha you, you know, Sniff and Scurry have no ego. Right. They're mice. They, they have no. They're right. Like purely yeah. reacting to the situation around them. Right. And that's where I think this is really, it's cute because you see it in yourself. You see that, you know, the world changes. How do you adapt? Sometimes you adapt well. Sometimes you're like, oh, this is temporary, but it's not. Or, you know, everyone will see the, everything's going in the wrong direction. Everyone will see the error of their ways. No one ever sees the error of their ways. They just keep going. You don't see it when you're in it. You only see it from the outside. Whether that's later mm -hmm. on looking back or if you're watching someone else do it, and you're like, come on, moron, why can't you see what's happening here? 
somebody else can see it, but you're you're too staring at the wall of the maze, hoping your cheese comes back <laughs> to appreciate, you know, what's really the situation. I mean, I'll say the last firm that I worked at, things were getting worse and worse. They were like, take it away that cheese so quickly. <laughs> and I'm like, this is okay. It'll be all right. Well, let's see what happens when, you know, the new maze master comes in and maybe they'll bring us better cheese. And I was like, oh no, this cheese is like so rotten. <laughs> it's not even funny. And then eventually you had to, I had to leave. <laughs> so <laughs> the same idea, but every, there, I watched people in my department leave like one at a time. They're like, this sucks. This sucks. They were sniffing and scurrying their way out of there. And I was like, oh, let's see what happens. And nothing good happened. So eventually I had a haw <laughs> and get myself out. Right. And what's really funny is, yeah, last time that happened and, you know, my department kind of got dismantled after I left, which isn't so shocking. What was interesting is when I left, you, you know, stayed, set myself a timeline, actually didn't hem and haw like normal, you know, set a timeline, said, I will try this for a quarter when that didn't work, move on you know, had many members of my team who, you know, felt it wasn't going to get, you know, just couldn't handle the fact that there was a change going on. And we're like, you're going to regret leaving here. And it's like, no, like, look at the direction it's going. This isn't where we want to be. And you kind of see, you know, how does that work? And sometimes it's change imposed. It's always change imposed on you that you don't want, right? Like, that's what this is about. Your cheese got moved. Right, right, right. Not self-imposed change. (laughs) Someone else moving your cheese, thus the who moved my cheese. <laughs> right, but you think you should approach it like like scurry, like you get up and run. And you know, your first job out of college, you're kind of like that. Yeah. Like something goes wrong there, you're like, whatever, I quit and I'll have a new job in a day. Yeah. Like life doesn't become that it become, you know, you get further in your career. There are plenty of entry level accounting and programming jobs, <laughs> you know, in the early two thousands. Right. Less so but when you're looking you moved your whole life to be near your cheese, right? And maybe you've got other little people, little or little people that live with you and depend on you. Mm-hmm. And you think like, if I lose this cheese, is the other cheese that I have to go find? Like, can I find it fast enough? Is it going to be enough cheese for everyone? Maybe if I just stay here, this will be okay. Yeah, it's, you know, it's how you life know, and can <laughs> And can you admit, you know, I think some of it that's really interesting is you see in the Hem character, like I said, you see that sitcom character that, won't admit it like he's dying of starvation he's becoming emaciated but every day he follows his routine lest somebody know the cheese station seat was empty <laughs> yeah um you know i thought one thing though that was neat here like when Hawes having his whole like self-reflection when he goes and finds his new cheese station that has even better and more cheese than he had before uh he said he realized the fastest way to change is to laugh at your own folly then you can let go and quickly move on. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. You know, it's kind of why hem is stuck, right? You can't be like, oh, how silly. I thought the cheese was coming back. No, it didn't. I'm just going to move on. And I think it is that, you know, tied to, like you said, tied to the ego. And like, no, I, I can't admit that this happened. But if you can be like, oh, yeah, this happened. It sucks. Ha ha. Okay. We will find new cheese. You know, you, you end up better off because you can, you can move on. Yeah, and and I and I would definitely recommend reading those follow up discussions that are only a handful of pages at the end of the book. I got most of Be- it um, because there's definitely some gr- I had five pages left. <laughs> if, if you miss the metaphor, they smack you in the head there, right? Uh, but you know, yeah. one of the int- you know when you're in the metaphor, you know, sniff, notice that the cheese was getting smellier and smellier. So you know, we're starting, you know, but they didn't care as long as there was edible cheese. 
Sniff showed up. Right. As soon as there were not edible cheese, Scurry took off and Sniff went looking. Right. Like there, there was, that's the instinct thing, but you see it with the friends and they're all shocked and they, they like, they can't admit it to themselves. I think there's one who's like marriage is imploding. I forget exactly what it is, yeah. but it's the, it's the usual, you know, middle-aged friends. What the hell happened to us 20 years after high school? So again, it, these are all TV and movie tropes. I don't know which came first, this book or the trope, but, but you see that in there and it's really the, you know, it really is all in how we respond to change. You know, can we admit that things didn't aren't going right? Do we hide it? Do we are we open about it? What does this all mean? You know, and how much of our ego is wrapped up in it? Because clearly that's Hem's problem. Yeah. You know, uh, Hem would rather die than try something new. Yeah. You know, Hawk, Hems and Hawes, right? That's the thing. But Hall eventually decides, you know, death is not the right option. <laughs> you know but 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 it's true we're all you know you get stuck you follow a business decision you made a few years ago that you know may or may not have ever made sense may make sense but how often have you know you never want to revisit these things and admit there might be a mistake right yeah sitting here sitting here right now evaluating technology platforms and you know, we've got one CRM that we kind of know, but it sucks. And then there's like, well, we want it, but it's like, are you going to do the work? Oop. Did we lose you, Alex? I might have clicked it. I... <laughs> You're back. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's really the, you know, to me, it's all, you know, what do you think about how do you learn to react? How do you learn to there's always going to be some hemming and hawing with people, you know, we're never going to be the mice. Right. But how do you react faster? You know, better to be hawed than hem. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you don't want to die for your stubbornness and unwillingness right, right. to change on the horizon. <laughs> the dead middle-aged guy in the ill-fitting jumpsuit of hem uh, is kind of the depressing image, right? But it's like, it's like when you hear about people who literally die at their desk. Right, it's mm-hmm. like could never move on, stuck there, whatever. You know, it, it's just kind of sad. I don't think any of us want to be him. <laughs> right, but we all do it. Yeah, and that's the point of the story, right? You oh. know, you go from the process from him to haw, and then you laugh at yourself. You have to learn to laugh at yourself and be like, I'd have been better, Scurry, as Scurry, who has no plan. Scurry just runs. Right. Sometimes that's not so great either. It's certainly better than sitting there in the pit. Well, yeah, it's better than sitting and, you know, dying in the the maze in your cheese block end or whatever the hell he was at. (laughs) But, um, I mean, there's there's certainly, I think, a bit of hawing to do about, um, you know, just worrying about... um, you know, if you do the wrong thing, because yeah, sometimes you could do the wrong thing and it's not better. I think it's probably better than starving, but it might not be better than where you're at. And I think that's why you have the hem and the haw. Because you have to kind of weigh those. Right. Things. In this case, the correct solution was the scurry. Yeah. But sometimes that's not the right solution, right? Like you, you, you have to figure out because sometimes, sometimes someone did move your cheese and the change is bad and it's permanent. And sometimes something stupid happened. Yeah. You know, okay, what do they say not to do in a stock market crash? Panic sell. 
because you often sell at the bottom. Right. That's the natural. Right. That's a bad story. (laughs) Right. On the other hand, you know, and when there's an obvious change, like new ownership of a company, you immediately, you know, you're on the lookout for it because now you're not shocked that someone's moving the cheese. The problem is when it becomes more subtle, right? Something happens that you're not aware of and you may or may not notice. And all of a sudden it's like the process has gotten a little more cumbersome. Or like you said, the people were leaving one by one, you don't notice. And all of a sudden you look around and you're like, uh, I'm not the captain. Why am I going down with the ship? <laughs> but I think it could be even more subtle than that. Like, okay, so we'll talk about my practice, right? Since you're so involved right now in helping me with that part. You know, there's that saying, uh, evolve or die or some, some such thing. You know, if I let things stagnate and keep doing things as they've been, I end up in such a uh, disadvantage versus other people who are keeping up with the technology, the technological changes, you know, seeing these cool new features and utilizing them to streamline and make things more efficient. If you don't sniff out those little cheese changes you don't feel like something's changing so much because you're doing the same thing but some of the goal posts are moving on you and there it's the technology right it's not necessarily the cheese moved it's like well the maze shifted a little and you didn't notice so one of our things right now getting off zoho on this you know business that has increased eightfold in the last three years and zoho is a great small business tool but not up there well, much of the team has just latched onto Salesforce because that's the big one everyone knows. And someone's taking a look at that, like, is this the right piece of technology? Is this what we want? Is this and good? You know, <laughs> right. But, you know, sometimes it becomes this is what you know. So you're just running to it. So if you know of CNN, maybe there's a better one out there. And sometimes, you know, and there's really the challenge. Like sometimes you're better off saying, okay, I've got two good options, pick one, or I've got one option I know. You know, they wouldn't have been better off three months earlier to have abandoned C while it was still good and left. You know, you could have done that if you're like, oh, I'm not willing to commit to C. The commitment phobia would also get you there too. And they would have, you know, who knows what would happen. It took quite a while to find new cheese. You know, and there was still good cheese at C. But, you know, that's not the usual problem. But you see that. You see people unable to commit and therefore they make no decision. Yeah, which is still a decision, as you said before. All right, I don't think there's anything else to really discuss with this. It's uh, no, it's about as long as we have to read the book. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think I fell asleep when I first started reading it. That's why I didn't quite finish it. Um, so I think for the next month, for January, because this is very, very appropriate for me anyway. I want to read this book. It's called "Subscribed: Why the Subscription Model Will Be Your Company's Future and What to Do About It." Um, Sounds good. Pian Zhu. T-Z-O-U. Um, and then I think the month after that, uh, I'm going to do uh, Delivering Happiness, which is the story of uh, how Zappos was built and how they focused on customer happiness as like one of their top things. So. Now, who was built that? Zappos, the shoe, oh, Zappos. Okay. the shoe, uh, shoe people. Are they still in business? Yeah, they're, they're owned by Amazon. I think they were yeah. out. They were out for a while. Uh, out of business. No, I think they got bought by Amazon, and they've just been. Oh, Amazon bought their yeah. Amazon bought their cheese. Okay. 
That's one way to make sure you don't run out of cheese and no one moves it. You just buy it all. <laughs> uh, all right, you'll put us, a link up in the uh, group. Yeah, you'll send us a yeah. link. All right. We'll, tr- we'll actually try to read it. Mm-hmm. We would have read it, but we, we didn't get we didn't get the book yet. Got a different book. Right. All right. I'm gonna cut the live feed. Okay. Good seeing both of you. Okay. Oh, Alex already popped off. All right. I'm gonna Love stop. you, 